Welcome to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guest tonight's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Starry, and I'm a 20-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Starry, that's S-T-A-R-Y music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you get music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you got an extra buck or two, you would mind tossing in the podcast tip jar. Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Starry Music Podcast. Also, considering helping get the word out on the street via social media, five-star rating interview, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Allison Krauss. That's what I love. Not being interrupted, sitting in a car by myself, and listening to music in the rain. There's so many great songs yet to sing. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Mark Starry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Starry Music Podcast, episode 281. Please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distilleries, ID Chrysler, Zombroda, and the B-Dale Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contributed to this podcast on Patreon.com. First few weeks back at playing four shows or so a week, I'm still in shock and super appreciative when I look at my calendar. Thanks to everyone supporting live and local music. And with the weather we've been having, looks like patio season shows could start this week. Wednesday played at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Fun, dancey crowd. Had a kid rocking out just like my old friend Ella did years ago. Thursday played at B-Dale Club in St. Paul slash Roseville, Minnesota. Happy birthday, Alyssa. Funnest show back at B-Dale after the second shutdown. Friday played at Carmine's in Woodbury, Minnesota. Thanks, Matt Sherrill, for stopping out. Saturday played at Hacks Pub in Milltown, Wisconsin. Crazy fun Poco night. Even the young folks were dancing and digging my new one-man band, Funky Sound. So that felt pretty good. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, March 3rd, 2021, I'll be playing at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, March 4th, I'll be playing at Beedell Club in Roseville, South St. Paul, Minnesota from 6 to 9 p.m. Friday, March 5th, I'll be playing at Ingredients in Wiper Lake, Minnesota from 5 to 8 p.m. Saturday, March 6th, I'll be playing at Rosetown Legion in Roseville, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. is part two of two with Nashville singer-songwriter and fiddle player Natalie Murphy. We talk her new song, Something I Can Dance To, making a music video, funny celebrity Nashville stories, and more. Enjoy the conversation. So I've been listening to your new single, Something I Can Dance To, and yeah. I wanted to ask you about that. Like, who is your co-writer with that? Oh, okay. So my co-writer with that was an artist named Larry Fleet. And uh, he is signed to Big Loud Records here in Nashville. And he is amazing. And he has a crazy story behind him. He actually was um, playing a gig. Yeah, I think he was working concrete at the time. And he was playing an acoustic solo gig. And Jake Owen walked in. 
and walked up to him and said, man, you are amazing. I got to know you. And long story short, he ended up getting signed. And, and um, so I'm, he has a brand new record out and I'm excited for him. Is that Big Loud shirt that it used to be? Big Loud Records, DB's Big Loud shirt. Is that is that Craig Wiseman? I uh, could be. I'm not the best person to ask about such things because I'm not up on it all. Okay. But but if you you know, Larry's on Instagram and all that stuff, so um I don't wanna say anything wrong. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course, yeah. I had a buddy that worked at Big Loud Shirts. So I wonder it's gotta be the similar to the same thing, but yeah, well, it's confusing because they all have. I mean, there's big machine and there's big loud, and I, <laughs> I get confused. Yeah, it's so funny. We actually wrote two songs that day during that co-write. So we got together, we finished one, and we wrote it so fast. We're sitting there, we're going, "Huh, what else should we write?" And um, Larry had come out to my house to write that day because we have a potbelly pig, and Larry wanted to meet my potbelly pig. So that's the birth of something I can dance to is he came all the way out here and we're sitting here and we're saying, what should we write? And, um, I had a fiddle riff and it was kind of groovy. Um, I wish I had a fiddle nearby. I'd play it for you. But, um, (laughs) it all started with that. And he, I said, I don't really know what this is about, but I said, you know, it's like that thing every, you're playing a bar show and the people said, just play something I can dance to blah, 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 la, da, da. There's the hook. So we took the hook. It was something that was dancey, and it became that song. I thought it was a great hook, too. That's Thank that's you. A, that's That's an awesome hook, and I hear it all the time. Play something we could party to. Play something we could dance to. I can't believe yes. it wasn't a song beforehand. I know. We immediately, you know, the first thing you do these days is go on Apple Music and make sure that the hook isn't, you're not stealing somebody's hook. And yeah. um, I was thankful that it hadn't been done yet. Yeah, Google the shit out of it to make sure you keep the lawyers off that song for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, where did you record the song at? I recorded that song in Minneapolis, uh, actually. And um, I was on the road with Chris Cruzy last year. Got the same old truck. And so we were touring and, um, I loved, it was a really fun studio day. Um, Chris's guitar player, Eric Warner produced the track and did a fantastic job with it. And we recorded it. Um, gosh, I, I, this is terrible. I don't even know the name of the studio, but it was, it was in uptown or it was like Northeast Minneapolis and, um, Jay Corcoran played, played the drums and Joe Harrier played the bass and it was super fun. I, I did bring it back down here, and my longtime collaborator, collaborator Mike Stankiewicz, uh, you know, helped me. He he mixed it, and um, I got it mastered down here as well. And so, yeah. So when you approach Eric with a song, who did he produce it? Is he produced it right and recorded it? Um, yep, he produced that song. Okay, so you tell him like for like references. Let's say I want to put out a blues record. I say, well, I kind of want it to sound like BB uh, King from the '70s mixed with Gary Clark Jr. Now, like that's my references. Do you give a producer like what you envisioned the sound would be? Like I want it to sound like Miranda Lambert and like 
2007 and also Phoebe Bridgers or whatever now like a mixer how do you how do you do that Coming March 24th, on this date, 45th Parallel will be releasing their first ever new Richmond Rye Whiskey finished in port wine barrels. Why the 24th? This date marks the 14th birthday as a distillery. 45th Parallel is a family-owned craft distillery in New Richmond, Wisconsin. They opened their doors in 2007 and went from making a single vodka to producing dozens of different spirits, including gins, whiskeys, and citrus liqueurs. 45th Parallel distillers are committed to a slow craft philosophy. Slow fermentation, slow infusion, slow distillation, slow blending, slow aging. Their mission is to create high-quality spirits using local ingredients whenever possible and to provide visitors with a great experience. Stop in and check them out at 1570 Madison Avenue, New Richmond, Wisconsin. Check out 40FitParallelDistillery.com for hours and more information. So we're looking for a quality alcoholic beverage to enjoy while listening to your favorite local musicians. Try a 45th Parallel Distillery product. You won't be disappointed. Please drink responsibly. Hmm. It just depends on the song, you know. I think that um, that one, we worked on it together. And the cool thing, I, you know, in a producer, I really like working with someone that wants the same thing as co-writer that's good at the things I'm not. So I'm not an electric guitar player. So I love someone that can, you know, really bring that stuff to the table and knows more about guitar sounds than I do. Um, and so that was the first thing we started with. I, that, that song was really straightforward because I already had a fiddle riff to it. I knew, you know, we kind of knew that it wanted to be groovy. Um, Eric had some really great ideas about how to stack the harmonies in that song and bringing some feel and life to it. And, um, I was happy to finally be able to have a song that I could play the fiddle on, <laughs> you know, cause that's what I do. And so, um, that one was, it came to life very naturally. Outstanding. Yeah, it's, it sounds great. So I was watching your music video, and yeah. I've never done a music video. i got to do someday before I get too old. But but what was the process of making that music video like? Like, how did you pick the location, you know, your your rock star outfit? No, how did you go about the whole video? Um. So that video took on a life of its own. It was my first ever music video, so we were making it up as we went along. I had all the key players. I have a friend that's a stylist uh, that I grew up with. One of my, she's my best friend, and she lives in New York. And she had some ideas um, of styling. Uh, the dancer in the video is a friend of mine in LA, and she filmed out there, and I filmed here. Um, the location was my backyard. <laughs> nice. So the cow field next door. So I was, and actually, I have this funny outtake of turning around, the, you know, and you see that behind the camera, there was like a whole herd of cows trying to look at what we were doing. So if that ain't country, I don't know what is. Um, <laughs> but that's kind of how that came to life. My friend Rio, who is just incredible, is um, a director. He was the director of the video. He shot it. He was the camera. I mean, he did everything. He edited it. Um, so it was just Rio out there, myself, our 12-year-old neighbor, who was the production assistant, <laughs> and my husband, who helped with everything. And so that's how you make a music video during a pandemic, I guess. <laughs> Outstanding. Do you have any new ideas for videos coming up for your future songs? Hmm. Well, okay, so these six songs that we just recorded, 
I was trying to have them just be demos, but I love them. And I think I'm going to probably have to release at least a couple of them. So hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll get going on the video stuff, but, um, I'm just right now, I just finished vocals on them. So we're going to kind of, you know, step by step, we'll get there. So it seems like every country artist has to have a number of at least one video shot at like a Nashville bar or whatever. So if you could pick one of your songs off your up and coming songs and shoot the video in a bar in Nashville, which bar would you pick besides Tootsie's? Oh man, that's a really hard, hard question. Um, first of all, I have to say when I first moved to town, I played Tootsie's like three times a week. So that's great. So that's like upstairs and downstairs, mainly downstairs. And so I still, you know, I have a lot of friends that play there and it, it kind of feels like coming home when I go down there. Cause I spent so many hours on that stage, but, um, I would have to say third in Lindsley. And I know that's not on the main Broadway strip, but it sounds so good. And one of my favorite things about Nashville is present in this next thing I'm going to say is it's so, so touristy in so many ways and all those things and whatever. But then on like a Monday night, you can show up at third and Lindsley and Vince Gill will be sitting there in his golf shorts playing with the time jumpers literally every Monday night. with a bunch of session players, which is incredible. And then not during the pandemic, but normally. And the other thing about it is I was playing at third and Lindsley once. And I was like, this is the best monitor mix I've ever had in my life. And I went and I talked to the sound guy and I asked him about him, you know, I was like, this is the best mix ever. And I was just raving. And I was like, so like, are you here all the time? And I felt so stupid because then he's like, no, I'm out with, um, Alison Krauss and Cheryl Crow. And I was like, there you go. Like, here he is working this gig for, there's 10 people in this venue. So anyway, that's just one of my favorite things is, is just access to talent like that. I mean, how crazy. Oh, wow. That's spectacular. How did you you wind up in Nashville in the first place? Like, what was the story from from being here in the Twin Cities, you know, rocking with GB Layton, or I met you years ago, and yeah. then how'd you wind up down in Nash Vegas? Um, it's so funny. I'll I'll tell you the whole story behind that because you actually get it from Minnesota. I don't I don't think I've ever really told every, anybody that whole thing. Um, I played with GB Layton, and they had a publicist at the time named EB McFarland, who is killing it here now. Um, I mean, she has acts like George Strait. <laughs> we'll just start there. Spring will be here before you know it. Drive into warmer weather with a 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo 4x4 from ID Chrysler Zombroda. I still enjoy checking out the countryside in my black Jeep Cherokee I got from ID Chrysler. When 250,000 miles my old car it was just too much for the poor thing to take, I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler, and the staff couldn't more help with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple. Time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at Zombroda. 
SombrotaCDJR.com or take the beautiful drive down US 52 to 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Sombrota, Minnesota to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Sombrota today and enjoy a safe winter season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. Um, and she called me and I, you know, as most Minnesotans would, you don't, you don't see yourself ever leaving. You just don't think about it. And, um, she said, Hey, this guy named Luke Bryan is a new artist and he's looking for a fiddle player. Which, are you interested in auditioning tomorrow? And I was like, well, no, I can't fly there tomorrow, you know? And I said, no, I never took the audition. And um, it just seemed too out of the box. It seemed uncomfortable. You know, I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> and um, But that got the wheels turning, you know? I was like, man, like, what could that dream look like? Um is that a possibility? Like, is that as he, like, if, if, if flying there tomorrow and ha- is having, and having an audition is a possibility, you know, what could be possible if I actually planned this? And so that got the wheels turning. Um, and then I had a friend, a, a wonderful friend named Jamise, and she worked for Big Machine Records and Taylor Swift at the time. And she said, oh, just move in with me and nanny my kids. And if you don't like it, you can move back in six months. So... The rest is history. I moved down here and and um, loved it. And she's still one of my closest friends and and lives 15 minutes down the road. And and um, I never went back. Wow, good for you. That's spectacular. That's a great story. So yeah. Did you have a hard time getting into the scene? What kind of people? I say this in the podcast every now and then, but kind of what got I got old with me was the hustle of it all like for the co-writes and stuff like I would be friends with this person and then all of a sudden like two weeks later I'd go down there like oh now they they're somewhere else and they're just big shot yeah and then and then uh I'd, I'd like I'd go to these certain restaurants try to meet up with this person to try to get them to co it's just such a hustle it just took up it, too much of my time it's not that it was any good a- anyway but <laughs> No, no, you're so right. It is such a hustle and the hustle does get old. And, and, and that's what it takes is it takes resilience and just going for it. You can't sit there and ask, how does this work? You just have to dive in and kind of be open to making your own way. You know, um, I just, I, you know, when I was younger, I used to show up at bars and just, I was ignorant and fearless you know, ignorance is bliss. You just show up. Hey, nice to meet you. Will you write with me? And, and I got looking back, like, I can't believe I got some of those co-writes and I can't believe, and I made an ass of myself sometimes. And sometimes I did really well, you know, it's just like anything else, but I learned a lot of lessons. Yeah, you know? I did too. I, I mean, I don't regret any of it. One of the funniest ones I was at, God, my cousin used to live right outside of Nashville somewhere. Blue something. What's that town? Cool, cool something. Cool Springs. Cool Springs. And uh, I think Don Schlitz was playing there, the guy that wrote like, The Gambler. And... You got to know when to hold up. Know when to fold up. 
nothing at all. So amazing, yes. Yeah, and so I walked up to him. He wrote that song. I'm sorry to interrupt. He wrote that song by himself. Did he really? Yeah, like, talk about a song I wish I'd written. Anyway, No totally. kidding. No kidding. Yeah, so I went up to him. I said, hey, Don, I'm a songwriter for Aristo Media for these guys here on, on Music Road. I said, would you do a song? Would you co-write with me? And he goes, no. <laughs> is, is, at least, isn't it refreshing, though, to just hear no? I loved it. I wasn't like mad at all. That wasn't based on anything about you. That was based on the fact that he didn't want to write with anyone. Oh. <laughs> like, the honesty was refreshing. Yes. <laughs> Instead yes. of the whole rigmarole, yeah. What yeah, band... because that's the oh, first part. When you first no, moved down there, I've been friends with you, Facebook and all that stuff for years, but I love the Maggie Rose band. When you Thank guys knew the Maggie Rose sing, the I Ain't Your Mama, I thought she was just an incredible singer, and that was a great... And I saw you guys play at the State Fair years later. Maybe it was right yeah, now. but but uh, when did how how did that all come about? Because I was a big fan of that group. Um, I knew you know that was just the same friend that I lived with. She was working a little bit with Maggie, and she just said, "Hey, are you interested in working with a female artist?" And I was like, "Yeah," you know. And so, um, I had an audition, and it was just me and Maggie. We basically just sat down and sang a song together, and I we just I, I loved her right away. We're the same age. Um, she became like a sister to me, and, and we had four girls on the road at the same time. Oh, my God, the poor men in that band. They'd come back in the back lounge of the bus, and there'd be four hair dryers going, and they'd be like, I'm out. <laughs> but we had a blast on that on the road. I... I still am such, we always have like a four-way text chat going with the four women in that band and Maggie is killing it. She is, she's kind of found her own stride and she's, you know, she's not mainstream country. She's doing, you know, she's more alternative. And um, so I'm super excited for her. She's killing it. I want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B Dale Club, located on the corner of Cowan Road B, and Dale's motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun, and that is the truth. The food at T-Bird's Cafe and Takeaway is always out of this world. Good old Dale Severson and I are trying to figure out a new event gimmick for the B Dale. Thinking mini golf in the parking lot, maybe? Please let us know your ideas or thoughts. Rob, Emily, Natalie, Kate, Shelley, and the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. I've been told everything talked about in these podcast ads, the Waller's Woodhill Cocktails are selling like hotcakes. Karaoke, live music, pool table, pool tabs, bingo nights, bocce ball tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. Yeah, I started following her, too, after that, and I noticed she's gone more definitely pop. Oh, yeah, her voice is incredible, and she's a spectacular vocal arranger, too. Like, she'll... She'll come up with these parts that um, she was like she was in a in a um, acapella group for a while and it shows. She's really good at that stuff. All right, so I saw you a couple summers ago opening for you guys with Chris Cruzy in Rochester, and yeah. uh, so how did you wind up? And Chris, and I'm from Turtle Lake, Wisconsin. Chris is from the next town over, Barron, Wisconsin. So yes. how did you get wind up working with Chris? 
Chris and I met through one of my closest friends, who is his manager, Zach Schaff. And Zach had been talking about Chris for ages. He was like, there's this kid, and he's, you know, but this is way before he was on The Voice. He's like, this kid sits and sings in, you know, Wisconsin bars for eight hours, and you won't believe his voice. He's incredible. And so one time, in true Wisconsin fashion, my husband Nick and I showed up um, and with Zach and his wife to see Chris perform. And we all had a beer or five and all ended up getting up and singing. And we just fell in love with Chris and he became a dear friend. And then, of course, um, after, you know, we always said we want to tour together. And then, of course, it became an actuality once he went on The Voice and had a tour. So um, that's how that all went down. Excellent. So I had my friend, songwriting friend, Stephanie Lambring was on the show recently. For a while I have believed that we could do it. Playing house, playing nice to your girl. Now it's on my guard what happened to these two didn't have kids. Moving out on a long weekend. And she's okay. been doing really, really well down in Nashville. She's gotten a Rolling Stone top, you know, song, top albums, and in Nashville, the top albums. She's doing really, really well. And That's awesome. I met her doing the songwriting stuff at Bluebird years ago. And so when I have people on from Nashville, I have to ask them a celebrity story because they say it's it's mm-hmm. kind of like the new L.A. or whatever with so many celebrities living around there. I had some funny ones with the guy from Megadeth and Toby Keith and all that stuff. But she had one that she was waitressing at a restaurant and Faith Hill came in with Tim McGraw. And they were talking about how Brussels sprouts give them the farts or whatever. And that was (laughs) so what is you living in Nashville this long and being around the circle? What is a celebrity story our guests might enjoy? Oh, my gosh. There's so many. Uh, some that I dare not say. Yeah, you need nothing uh, bad. I mean, whatever. Uh, well, no, there's just some that are just a little, ooh, like, oh, I don't know if I should say that on a podcast. <laughs> uh, I, um, well, my husband played with Kenny Chesney for 12 years. And so there's some, I mean, through him, I've met, like, I've had some really crazy cool things like the first night we hung out it was just me and him and Dirk Bentley drinking at the bar you know after the CMA awards things like that there's not any funny ones though um one well one that just blew my mind you just mentioned Faith Hill was um I got to go to with my husband to the ACM awards one year when he um was signed to Warner Brothers with a band called The Farm and so we went and it's in Vegas, you know, and we're walking through the down the backstage entrance. And the people next to us are Faith and Tim. And I remember Faith is just, walk, you know, carefully walking down the stairs. Oh, I have a story for you. I, I just thought of it. Okay. But um, Faith looks over and she goes, oh, she goes, oh, I can't find my lip gloss. And of all things, 
I'm just thinking about like she had this little dainty voice and I'm like that's Faith Hill and she's looking for her lip gloss just so weird you know and and I didn't say anything she didn't even know I was there but it just was so bizarre just the four of us walking down these stairs and a security guard it's just like what is going on in my life right now and um uh but I think the one that I would have to say is I feel like my memory is just going away the older I get. I feel like when I was a kid, I remembered everything and now I don't, but I was in the house band for a TV show called uh, two years ago called real country. And, um, it was, it had, it was from the production company of the voice, but it was all country music. And, um, the three judges were Travis Tritt, Shania Twain and Jay Gowen. And so, we had <laughs> our in-ears in, um, you know, on, on stage. And and first of all, Shania kept saying, like, really crazy things and, and didn't realize that we could hear her in the band. So she'd lean over to Jake and be like, I don't like that girl's dress and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I don't think Shania's been out in a while, you know. And um, but my favorite was. Our keyboard player had a bunch of bird sound on, sounds on his keyboard. And Jake Owen was just about to perform, and we were backing him up for this song. And so Michael, our keyboard player, started playing bird sounds. And Jake is waiting in the wings. And we just hear in our ears, you know, <whistles> like that. And we start to hear Jake's voice coming, going, Guys, guys, do you hear birds? I hear birds. And so... He couldn't figure it out. And we just kept playing birds and I was just dying laughing. So I know that's not super crazy, but I thought it was so funny and I had the giggles the whole rest of the performance. So I'm sure it's on YouTube. So if you want to go and find Jake Owen's, you, you know, real country performance on YouTube, you might see me laughing like an idiot on my, on my riser. Oh, that's outstanding. Thank you, Natalie Murphy, for being on the Mark Steer Music Podcast. It's good to catch up with you again. I wish you the best. Thanks for being on the show. And um, how do people reach you, your website, Facebook, whatever, and download your new song? Oh, man. Um, I'm First of all, thanks for having me. It was a blast to catch up. I feel like we could talk all day. My Instagram is Natalie Murphy Music. Uh, my Twitter is the same thing, and I am on face Facebook. If you just type in Natalie Murphy Music, you'll find it. Awesome. And my single's on all the digitals, something I can dance to. Awesome. All right, Natalie, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times and the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distillery, ID Chrysler, and the B-Dale Club. This is also a listener-supported podcast. If you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging in iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go with some fun. Till next time. Uh-huh.